0: create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Bream. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey friends, Megan here. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, before I started this thinking about hitting the record button on this episode, I was thinking about how many episodes we've recorded together. And I don't know the exact amount because you know, as you know, I just fly by the seat of my pants and don't actually check things ahead of time. But I, man, you know, I started this right before we left Brooklyn for upstate New York. So it was back in 2016. And what cool shit we've been through together, you know, just not even, not even my wins, but your wins. We've been together through so many things. If you've been a listener all this time, and I am so thankful for that, by the way, but just Man, it's crazy to sit here and talk to this microphone and have it go to you and just think about I don't know, the progress that we've all seen in that time frame. It's cool. It's just really cool. And as always, super thankful that you're here. So today's topic is about uh how I stopped being busy and started to actually make progress on my goals. And it's funny because to be totally transparent Uh, My podcast editor is probably going to laugh at this because I have been slacking when it comes to delivering episodes for her to edit and get out. So, uh, bless. I love you. I'm sorry that it is taking me so long. Um, it has not been because I have been busy in a sense. It's more that I haven't had my goals in order. And so I want to talk about the good stuff that I've been doing, but instead in addition, I should say, uh, talk about the stuff that I am lacking in and still trying to work on because I don't know if you listen to other podcasts and they'll say things about how just hunky dory their life is and everything's amazing. And I've never had that life. (laughs) I'm like, I've had a good life and this is sounding very deathbed confessionally. Um, it's not that kind of thing. Uh, I've had a really good life and I have had a lot of successes, but I still stumble all the time. And I don't want you to ever think that the people who you're listening to don't and that they've got all their shit figured out because we don't. We're still making it up as we go, just like you. So first, let's talk about the ways that I have figured out how to actually make progress on my goals. Now, previously... I was a person who had really lofty goals and no real path to get to them. Like, you know, I wanted to make $100,000 in my business in net profit. And I just thought like, I, I envisioned what that would look like, you know, just rolling around in piles of money or just seeing it in my bank account and all the things that I could do with it. But I never actually thought about the pathway that I would need to take to get there. And to go even further into that, not just the pathway, but like the sales that would need to happen and the programs that I would have to offer the levels of um, attention that I would have to give selling instead of just marketing, because You know me, then you know that I'm a big marketing nerd and love talking about that. Can talk about that all day, can implement that all day, love all of that stuff. But selling has been a blind spot for me for a really long time. So when I figured that I wanted to make these goals and I wasn't achieving them, you know, I wasn't making that six figures net income, I wasn't getting to this place of. I don't know, satisfaction with my business, I realized it was because I was really making up um, goals without thinking about what would it take to get there. You know, I had a coach a couple of years ago who I had made a goal of, I don't remember. Um, It was in October and I had a lot of bills that month, I remember. And so I really wanted to do, I think, eight thousand dollars in net profit that month. And so I was all proud of myself. You know, I'm gonna this is my goal and it's gonna sound so lofty and impressive. And and she said, Okay, how are you gonna do that? And it was sort of deer in headlights, like, uh shit. How am I gonna do that? And so we started going through, okay, well I have my vintage jewelry line and how much can I expect that to make? Well I would expect that reliably to make Uh, 3,000 a month. Okay, well, then how are you going to make up the other 5,000? Well, I can bring on coaching clients. Well, how many coaching clients are you going to bring on? How much can you guarantee yourself that you would have the ability to reach this goal? And it, it made me realize that I was making my dreams very lofty without quantifying the steps that it took to get there. Do you know what I mean? And that was... A realization that I had to really take into, take into heart that while I have lofty ambitions and, and motivated, ambitious, all of those little positive things that show up on your resume, I have all of those things, but am I really implementing what I want to be when I grow up? Am I making myself into this person or am I just putting out this, um, This achievement that doesn't really have anything behind it. Does that make sense? So when I started realizing that I was doing this, I did an overhaul on the way I was running my business. And I thought instead, instead of making myself think about business in just a monetary sense of just a, I want six figures net income, what I wanted to do instead was focus on the development that I needed on that path to make it towards a goal like that. So if I, I, if I can kind of reflip it a little bit, it's reflip. If I can flip it, my business is not about the goal. It's about achieving the goal and that process getting to it because all of those steps are foundational. So the more that I focus on sales, the more I'm going to start thinking about my business as a selling tool and not just a Way for me to make a bunch of cool shit. Do you know what I mean? So, when I started thinking about that, I started thinking about okay, what are the steps I need to take to become this person? And I stopped putting things into my bucket that were um not a not obligate. Uh, how am I trying to say this, guys? Not relevant to the steps that I had to take in my business. So instead of worrying about, I want to build a new website, or I want, um, I don't know, I want something that wasn't relevant to me getting better at focusing on sales. Like a website, yes, is a selling tool, but it was a distraction. I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. I stopped letting myself use distractions as a blanket for why I wasn't focusing on my goals. And that's easier said than done. And it's something that I still struggle with, to be totally honest. I have to the side of my computer, I have a whiteboard. And next, and on this whiteboard is things you can do today. And it's just this list of shit that I could do if I was trying to avoid what I wanted to do, but it doesn't get me off the hook from doing what it is I'm supposed to do. So rather than like, oh, I really need to focus on building a website. I really need to do um my blog post about my kitchen updates on the beige house. I really need to list all my old eBay stuff. That's all on the things you can do today pile. None of those are related to me getting the tools the knowledge, the implementation of being better at sales and making more sales. None of those are directly related. So they go on the things you can do today pile when I'm trying to think of something to do, but I don't want to, like, I, I want busy work. That is my busy work section. Anything on there, if it's done, awesome. But it's not the thing that's driving me forward to get to where I want to be. The next thing that I did is I stopped feeling guilty about asking for help. I stopped thinking that I needed to do it to make whatever happen. No one is winning any awards by being the busiest person. And I realized that not only was I letting myself just mentally pile things in my head of all the things that needed to be done. Instead, what I was doing was just utilizing them as like a, a shutdown, a way to shut down. Like I can't work today. I've just got, it's too much. I'm making it into all of these things and nothing would ever get done. Perfect example of this is my social media. I know the value of social media, but if I let myself get bogged down by it, I'll never do it. And so rather than feeling guilty about not being the social media maven that does my own accounts or not being the person that edits my podcast, or honestly not being the person that cleans my house. What I'm going to do instead is outsource that to people who are talented and who know how to do this in a way that frees me up to work on selling and work on sales. When I stopped feeling guilty about that, you know, there's like this inherent, I don't know, Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrae.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrae.com ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you. residue from hustle culture that made me feel like, if I'm not doing all of the things, then I am not impressive, and that I am not willing to really take it seriously in my business. And that was such a horrible, toxic mindset that was so prevalent in 2016, 2017. And I'm so glad it's gone. I'm so glad that people are getting away from that. To me, having those feelings of not doing it all, being that person. It, it it was just unfair. It's unfair. I'm not that person. I'm not the person who makes my a bed. I, I just I can't do it. It's supposed to be good for you. I can't do it. I try. I try and stretch in the morning. I can't do it. It's just it's not the person who I am. So I have to lean into the person who I am, the one who's good at Client work, the one who's good at content creation, the one who's good at making transformations for other people. I need to lean into that and get all of the other things that need to still happen to be done by people who are more talented than me. So that's why I have my wonderful podcast editor. I have Danica, my VA, who does my social media. I have um, Govinda, who does my websites. You know, I have people in place to help me get to where I want to be in the the grand scheme of things and still free up the ability to not have to do these things, that would be excuses for me. So if that doesn't make sense, just excuses of, well, oh, I can't work on sales today. I have to do my social media posts, like that kind of stuff. Next, I pick 10 goals that I want to accomplish every week. And that sounds gargantuan doesn't it and it probably should be weeded down to but 10 goals is not um I need to make ten thousand dollars this week and then I need to pay off every credit card this week and then I need to lose 50 pounds this week like it's not all of those things it's about okay this week I'm gonna get two podcast episodes recorded I'm gonna finish all of my work for my client Cameron I'm going to do 10 posts for my client Stephanie. I'm going to have two coaching sessions with Laura. Like all of those things, those are my goals. It's the cross-off ability that I need in my life to move forward and to stop feeling like I'm spinning my wheels. So if I break these goals down into things that are I was either going to do or that are easily achievable, it helps just kind of build me up and move me forward, if that makes sense. So even if I knew that I was having two coaching calls this week with Laura, that was already scheduled. It's already on my list. I knew it was going to happen. But as long as I complete them, and I'm able to cross them off my list, those count, those count to me as goals. And it gives me this sort of, I don't like it gamifies the way that I run my business. And it makes me feel like I am achieving things. I am moving my business forward. I am not bogged down by these unrealistic goals or expectations. I'm moving my business forward slowly, incrementally, but forward. And that's the way the progress has to be, right? I don't know if you have ever had a big goal in your life. Like, um, I used to be a smoker and, I had to learn how to quit. And I knew that I quit multiple times. You know, I think my last cigarette was in 2015-ish. or Yeah, 2015. And it's not easy, right? It is not an easy thing to do. You can't just quit on day one and then be like, everything's hunky-dory. It sucks. It sucks to do withdrawals. It sucks to learn how to be a person who doesn't smoke when I lost 50 pounds, it hurt, not physically, but it hurt to become that person and to change my life. But I couldn't drop 50 pounds by just, you know, taking a knife to my stomach and just, that's gross. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's all incremental steps into pivoting into the person who is a non-smoker, who weighs 50 pounds less, who runs a successful business, whatever. You have to steer the ship slowly and make that pivot over into becoming that person and not ignoring the nitty gritty that needs to happen to make it happen. Does that make sense? So that's the half of me that is sounding really great and sounding Miss America-y. But let me tell you about the other half, the one that I'm working on in tandem with this. And that is the person who doesn't let shiny objects affect the way they run their business. This has been something that I have been horrible with for so long in my life, I get easily distracted. And I have these honeymoon phases in all of my projects where I just, oh, I want to do something new. And it's so exciting. And wouldn't that be cool. And then I end up with like, Three dozen half finished projects that never go anywhere. But consequently, when I get into these honeymoon phases, it gets into this f- world where I am, I don't know, like everything else doesn't matter because I want to do this thing and it's so cool and everything else suffers. And so I suck at getting better at that. I keep trying and I'm going to keep trying because it's like smoking or losing weight or anything. I have to keep trying. But what I usually find when I'm becoming this person is that there's usually some sort of anxiety in my life. And again, this isn't a self help podcast. This is not uh, my bachelor's degree in social sciences is not going to help us at all in this kind of, (laughs) in this kind of situation. But what I've found is when I start to get distracted and lose my footing on my path towards my ultimate goal, It's because there's some sort of anxiety building inside of me towards something that needs to be talked about. And for me lately, to be totally transparent, it's been about my body. I'm very uncomfortable with the way I look right now and like physically uncomfortable and I'm taking steps to get out of this eating disorder that I'm in. But consequently, it's really affecting my work and it's affecting my ability to focus and hunker down on things. And so what I have to do is first acknowledge what it is that's affecting me. Take time out of the chosen path, I guess I'm gonna say, to instead focus on getting this foundation back on track and figuring out what it is in me that is screaming that I need to pay attention to this problem in my life, whatever that problem is. Like I said, right now, it's my eating disorder. And it's, it's not as scary as that sounds, but it's still a problem. And so it's something that I have to correct. I have appointments with my therapist and a new therapist who specializes in eating disorders, all that stuff. But that's probably TMI. But just to give you an idea of like where I am in my life and what happens, I'm not perfect. Things just end up, happening and it is what it is. And so I hope this story kind of helps you realize that if you fall into these categories where you have these lofty goals, you don't really think about what it's going to take to get there in a quantifiable method, or you suffer from shiny object syndrome the way that I do, then I hope you get a little comfort in this and realizing that we all do it. And what I have found to be helpful, even when I slip up is getting back down to the basic foundation of what is it I'm in this for? Why am I doing it? And what is the thing that is going to drive me to get better, get better at my business, get better at my life, whatever. What is the thing that is going to drive me? What is this change that I want to have happen? What are the small pivotal steps that I have to take? And If there is something that blocks me, that makes me anxious, that makes me scared, I have to stop and investigate that because it's just going to fester and make things worse. So I hope that was helpful. I know that's kind of a weird rant (laughs) I've gone down, but I hope it was helpful. And I hope that you're able to connect with something in that story that helps you move your business forward. Even if you're having a really shitty week, or a shitty month, or you're having a great month, but you feel like there's a shitty month ahead or something, refer back to this episode. Because I want you to realize that no matter where you are in your business, there will be times that you stumble. And don't look to the podcast gurus, the YouTube aficionados, aficionados, the Instagram celebs. Don't look to those people. Look instead to what it is in you that sparkles and that makes you perfect. So I hope that was helpful. I would love to talk to you next week. Stay tuned. If you haven't, could you please do me a favor? We moved our podcast episodes to a new service. And consequently, I lost all of my reviews. There's one podcast review right now that's stuck on. I don't know why the other ones haven't. So if you could please do me a favor and head to wherever you're listening to this and leave a review. That would really help me and it would really help the podcast. So I would really appreciate it. But in the meantime, I will talk to you next week. Have a fantastic week. You got this. I will talk to you then. Hey guys, Megan here. One thing before you go. I would love to answer your questions on the next Q&A episode. All you have to do is go to meganbraim.com slash ask Megan, and you'll be redirected to a site to leave your questions for me and hopefully get on the next episode. I do them once a month and I am excited to hear your questions and hopefully help you guys out. Again, it's MeganBrame.com slash ask Megan. I'll talk to you guys soon.